Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my brother, Mustard, who has been on a fight not once, not twice, but four different times with the ashes of David Bowie. They cremated him? They did now. There's no way. They did now. There's no way. I mean... After what you did to him. Oh, that's true. You should see the other guy. (laughs) Unfortunately, DJ couldn't make it today. He's got some family issues to work on, and I hope everything works out for the better for him. But we do have a special guest today, former uh, comedy porn star, current uh, conspiracy (laughs) theorist, and writer for (laughs) Alex Jones, Mr. Uncle Buck. (laughs) Jesus. I... (laughs) Writer for Alex Jones, that would be a hell of a job. It I would, really I would probably need to. I would love to spend some time at that writer's table. All you need to do is send him a Reddit article every couple of days. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? That's, being that's the your guy fucking job. Dude. <laughs> could, could you imagine being the guy who came up with gay frogs and like just the praise that he got, the the raise that the guy who sat at the writing table is like, dude. Alex, you know what they're doing with these frogs, dude. You hear this? Alex. Dude. You hear this? Check it out. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. <laughs> frogs. Yeah. Gay. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time when was the last time you saw, you know, just some normie frogs, you know? Right? Think about it. Oh man, I could make so many jokes. Yeah. <laughs> When, when was the last time you were in a straight bar getting hit on by a straight frog? <laughs> Look at him down there dancing to YMCA and wearing black leather. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Times have changed. I want my old frogs back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, see, when I was younger, these type of frogs weren't even invented yet. Yeah, you know? You yeah, know? they didn't even make frogs like this back then. Well, no, they were in the closet being hidden away. <laughs> And like they should be. <laughs> 2014 happened, and then boom. No. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a that that's a that's a real interesting, real interesting job title to have. I think. I, I give I give any sane person 15 minutes at most. Like even if you're fascinated by Alex Jones, I give you 15 yeah. minutes before you want to strangle him. <laughs> Well, have yeah. you ever tried to talk? Have you ever seen anybody try to talk to the man? He doesn't yes. talk with anybody. He attacks you with everything. Even yeah. his friends, he does that. Even fucking Joe Rogan, who's like, Joe dude, Rogan I'm your friend. Talk- yeah, he t- he's like, he has to tell him over and over, Alex, I believe you. Alex, I believe you. Alex, I believe you. Alex, I'm your friend. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm yeah. your friend. I'm on your side. Chill. <laughs> he's the definition of like, the perpetual defense mode like yeah. like like he's he's just one of those guys that everything he says is you know so controversial that like okay i, I won't say everything he says is so controversial because he, sometimes he does just make generalized statements but like he has said some pretty insane shit that no, no one no one has really just looked at an alex jones and been like uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like you said, give someone 15 minutes. I say it's less than that. Give them five minutes, just a clip of an InfoWars episode, and if they can walk away from that and be like, 
it's a, it's a round rounded out kind of guy. I don't think anyone would do that. I think fifteen minutes is kind of is kind of gracious. Like I mean, he's just one of those guys who's in perpetual defense mode. Then you have you have the people that actually believe that he has he's got some information. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you have the people that do actually follow and hang on everything that he says. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that's that's um, that's that that part of the. That's that part of the population that, you know, was was, you know, exploited by um, Q in the last three years. You know what I mean? That's that that population that is just looking for anything that sounds tasty. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't get me wrong. I I am I am always and every day 100 percent ready for anything new and interesting, you know, to come across my plate. And when, you know. Q came across it was like there were just so many like i i really if there is not a full-fledged like investigation into like what the origins of q was i will be extremely surprised like maybe not on a mainstream level but at least like you know uh you really want the explanation how that got started yeah because i i I think some drunk guy got on 4chan that's it (laughs) well yeah, well, I, I I I don't know if it's I don't know if it's that simple. There was a lot of organization that went into. You'd be surprised a way a lot of at how many bullshit like yeah, yeah you know you're, you're talking to like yeah yeah you're, you'd you're talking to then. two people who who have scoured four chan and, and and Reddit for for years. You're talking to two people who have been on these boards. I've been yeah, on for nine years. Yeah, nine fucking yeah, years. And, like, day was the other day. <laughs> and what's really funny is that, uh, you know, like uh, uh, Buck and I have come to to a lot of disagreements, which has never been malicious. <laughs> we always we always make out afterwards. Uh, nice. But the thing is, is that you know, uh, a lot of what Uncle Buck, a lot of what Buck does, is like questioning authority, and, and his, his usual stance was like, "Who? Well, who the fuck are you?" And what the fuck do you know to be able to dismiss this claim? So you know, there's there's a reason I wanted you on here with uh, all three of us, but my brother my brother DJ couldn't make it. But we got mustard yeah. here, and mustard is also has also delved into the conspiracy theory realm. He loves a good oh, story. Absolutely. Yeah, but um, we're gonna save a lot of this for the post show, and the reason why is because we do talk about entertainment and stuff like that. We don't really talk about politics or current events or stuff like that. Sure, uh, on the main show. But on the post show, we're going to light some shit up. And I had my producer, DJ, uh, do exactly what I promised you. And he chose, I think it was three music videos for you to uh, watch with us and try to break down some of the, if there is any, any occult or uh, behind the scenes meanings. And what's also really cool is we have somebody here who uh, was in the music industry professionally. And uh, can maybe help answer some of those questions you've had about why these images are in these videos. So, I mean, I've done cocaine in a couple of bathrooms. I don't know if you called me that a professional <laughs> musician. <laughs> that is professional musician status. I mean, uh, Buck Buck here is Buck here is a professional comedian. <sighs> Satan only knows what the hell he's gotten into. Well, I mean, well, he's, I, besides I, me. I, I... Uh, I actually did. Uh, I was semi-professional musician as well. I uh, was with a bluegrass band for about seven years and made three records. And uh, 
uh, we got into some some pretty wild and rowdy nights with uh, some moonshine around campfires. Not quite. Right, it happens, right? Through, but, but I but I know some people who did. <laughs> dude, 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 peer pressure and like social like pressure dude. is such a bitch, right? Oh well, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things when you know it's it, they when you talk about it for the first time and you're in dare and it's like. Uh, you know, it, it's like a cop yeah, telling you, that, like, you, you know, it's like, it, it's like a cop telling you that, you know, people are just going to be handing you drugs around every corner. Um, but then like, you know, you, you get in a band and you hang out and you party and it's like, they start handing you shit and you're just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Dude. Okay. What sucks? What sucks is like, you know, it's wrong and you know, you're supposed <laughs> to not be doing it, but like that makes it even more fun. Hey, I mean, that's. <laughs> Dot com backslash, am I right? Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> what so, have what have we been playing this week, gentlemen? Yeah. Dead so, man, we'll, start with you. Okay, let's start with me. Uh, Breath of the Wild is taking over my life. Yeah. How are you liking it? Uh, it's a Zelda game, and I love Zelda games, and <laughs> I rarely play them, right? Because <laughs> I get I get sucked in. Like I, I haven't I've I've turned on my Xbox once. In like a week and a half, because I've just been playing the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and um, it's gonna stay like that for many more months. Oh, I know it is. I know it is. And you know what? I I owe I owe Paul Mattingly an apology because he said it's the best Zelda hands down, and I said, eh, I can't say that. <laughs> now that I've been playing it, I still can't say that. I will say it's in the top five. Maybe top three. I'll say top just three. Just wait till you beat it. Just wait till you beat it, and wait till you like act. Because you've just been playing. Dude, I've been playing this game for like three years, and I still, I'm still like, oh, well, well, you've been out for you know? two <laughs> since 2017. That's four. Now we'll we'll fact check that in a second. Um, I got into uh, I got back into watching. Uh, uh, Big Mouth on Netflix. I've watched a couple of episodes on that in a new series. Oh my god, I love that show. <laughs> March twenty seventeen. Oh, four years. Say again, Buck. Uh, I I love that show. I think Nick Kroll and crew are absolutely hilarious and are fantastic writers. Uh, like it's like it's uh, you know, pretty uh, it's it, it's when it comes to like animated comedy. Like I mean, obviously. You know, Rick and Morty's hilarious. You know what I mean? The, the, there's some great animated series out there. But, like, this one just kind of is on a different standard. It's it, it's, it's about kids, but it's entertaining for adults. Like, it's uh, it's really cool. No, and it's absolutely fucked. There, there is no... <laughs> there, there's no half measures here. Like, like where South Park yes. will, will run up to the line and not go past the line, Big Mouth just says fuck the line and runs across it bare naked and on fire. And it's kind of one of the reasons yeah. I love the show so much. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched raised by wolves. Have you guys seen that? Uh, no, I have not, but I, I listened to a couple, um, episodes by, uh, a gentleman by the name of Isaac Weishaupt. I don't know if you guys are familiar, uh, but he's a, in a, Paul, oh, losing him. Researcher, and uh, he has a podcast called uh, "Conspiracies in Unpopular Culture," and he broke. But uh, uh, I heard it was fantastic. I heard it was a great show. 
No, it, it is a great show. It has a lot to do with God, and I, and I hate using the word. Uh, it has it has a lot to do with belief, but I can't say mm-hmm. I can't say the words I want to say because the second I do, it's very polarizing. Yeah. Um, however, it does take pl- it does it does take place in the really Scott universe. It has androids. It has weird religions. It has what they're finally blatantly using a very uh, <laughs> a very not popular word to describe people without a faith. Uh, honestly, though, like it, it has, <laughs> it has creatures. It has intrigue. It's really deep, really, really, really deep. And uh, it has the guy that played uh, Ragnar Lothbrok from uh, Vikings. So, oh, very cool. Oh yeah, he's an incredible actor. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like, like, but just fucking Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to check it out. Oh, I, I highly suggest you do, especially you, since you're so into philosophy and you're into mm-hmm. what imagery means and stuff like that. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, there's and there's elephants, there's llamas, there's everything. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. That's not a joke. But, all right, my there's, it's not a joke at all. No, 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 no. I, no, I, I, I just, I, uh. I I didn't mean to. I'm aware that like like everything I say sometimes just comes out like the cross of the stupid ass stoner, right? No. I just caught me off guard. No. But what about you, Buck? What have you been watching? What have you been playing? What have you been getting into? What kind of entertainment have you been consuming this week? Well, um, I actually get most of my gaming in uh, mobile form, um, and I've been getting down on, on. Say what? I was like, oh god, I'm just kidding though. I'm just kidding. No, just no, 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 no. Like, like, no, no, no. That, that's totally fine. Um, I, uh, uh, I, I just, you know, haven't been uh, been playing console uh, very, very much, but I have been getting down on a game. I don't know if you guys are into disc golf at all. But there's actually the finally a decent disc golf video game out there for uh, nerds like myself. Disc golf. Um, um, if, if you are oh in, <laughs> in the- bug, like you have you have the worst connection right now, bud. <laughs> yep. That, yep. Still going. Oh my god! Did maybe try um, maybe try disconnecting from the call and then reconnecting. Sort of yeah, uh, it is awesome. Oh, it's oh. breaking up on me there. there. There, there, you are. You have the worst connection right now, bud. Yeah, I tried to get as close to the Wi-Fi as I could. Chewy. Might be time to get a little closer, <laughs> bro. Oh. That's the kind of shit that it does when you're trying to talk to me when you work. Like you'll say something, and then like the app just spends like time trying to catch up, so it'll like play what you're saying and what you're actually saying over each other. It's so weird, dude. That's shit so weird when it happens. Well, it's an IP. Uh, it's a VoIP, so like it's 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 essentially like a tunnel. Like if it gets all backed up, it'll spew out at once. Uh, that's funny. Well, we'll wait for Buck to get in here more close. We'll wait for Buck to get closer to Wi-Fi, or at least to you know. Take Can you hear the me phone. now? 
Yeah, now we can hear you. So you said disc okay. golf. What else have yeah, you been up to? Golf app. Yeah. What else is up? Yeah. Well, well, I uh, have been getting down on a show. Actually, I binged quite a few episodes, and I'm looking forward to getting more. Um, of a show called Warrior on HBO. Warriors on HBO. <laughs> Warrior on this? HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. It's written by yeah, Bruce yeah, Lee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I watched the first like five or six episodes and fell in love with it. I think it's fantastic. Um, I'm excited to watch the rest of it. I think the the martial arts is done really, really well. Um, I think the I I actors in it are pretty well cast. I don't think they could have done much better with um. But also like sort of a modern take. Yeah, nice. You like the actors, and that's that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but really, that's that's about it for me this week. Um, I really want to get into. Um, I really want to get into some more of this uh, show. It's a, it's a comedy actually called Kim's Convenience on Netflix. I've seen a few episodes of it, and it's absolutely hysterical. It's a uh, um. Canadian comedy about a Korean ran um, convenience store. And uh, I think it does a really cool job of, you know, mixing a bunch of really interesting elements in a modern environment that uh, is freaking hysterical. Hmm. Dean, what about you, Monster? What have you been up to? <laughs> well, I mean, you know me, uh, I was dating Colonel Sanders in an anime sim. <laughs> <laughs> you wonderful. know what's funny is like I usually start up the game, right? I usually start up the game or whatever, and then I wait till it gets to the main menu, and then I start my stream. But this fucking game hit me with a screen full of anime characters, flying chicken and biscuits, dude. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So I had to like <laughs> flip it on instantly just to show you guys. I didn't think I didn't even think I had my ring light on yet when I had to fucking switch scenes. And um, what else? I don't know. What else have I been watching? I mean, I took a dive into Star Wars again. Because I've been playing a lot of Battlefront 2. Um, I was watching episode episode 1, 2, and 3. Well, no, I skipped 2 because it's the worst one. Um, and then Attack I the tried watching... Yeah. Okay. I tried, I, tried watching, um, I tried watching episode 4, but the, 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 <laughs> the hookup we have, the only one that's there is in Russian. But I, that's hilarious. But I was stoned and I didn't notice. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty. That's pretty great. No, I like. I was like, wait, that's not what Darth Vader's. Oh shit! What, is, what <laughs> fucking language is this? <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, wait, Darth Vader yeah, does Damn, two days from retirement. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just oh god imagine like a russian darth vader Privet. no no dude it was like that we have so found you rebel scum like dude whoa no 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 this is the right one so anyways um <laughs> watch that no i didn't watch that and i watched episode five instead i had to skip um that's pretty much it man other than that let's see what else i I played a lot of mario kart 
Um, been playing with, a lot of the, shooters with lately. With the crews? With the crew? Yeah, yeah, Mario Kart with the crew, like, Barb and Danny and Mark and all them, yeah. That game is fucking fun, dude. Mario Kart is so much fun. Like, if if you ever, if you ever say to yourself, yeah, well, I have the money, maybe I'm gonna buy Mario Kart, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. That game... Have you guys seen... Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, go ahead, go I, ahead, bud. I, well, I, I was gonna say, have you guys seen the, the Mario Kart that's, like, um in your live environment like you can play it on the screen but like there's yeah. a physical car that goes around man that's a bad connection <laughs> no you, you there mustard well again this might be on my end so we're gonna pause this and come right back and and I'm back. Okay, so apparently my Wi-Fi extender that I was just gleefully bragging about just fucking died. <laughs> so, Damn. So we were talking about this like live action Mario Kart game that you can play with like cameras and IR sensors and stuff. Have you heard about it? Yeah, Mario Kart Live. We've uh, we actually covered it on this show. We talked about the idea. Oh, yeah, um, we did. So uh, it's it's a cool idea. I just I, I I don't have a room big enough and 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 free of clutter enough to to set up an entire Mario track uh, cart track. That's yeah, I've I I've seen a couple like on YouTube where they get like real intricate and just straight up run it throughout their whole t- whole house. I'm like, all right, that's cool if you have the time. <laughs> Yeah, the time, the yeah. the space. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I ain't got sure, it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, <laughs> with all that fucking said and done, and now that my computer started working again, let's start the show. Now, but... Uh, stream on the screen, because uh, it's just a swirling set of cubes. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do that real quick. So... Because, uh, because uh, right now your signal is so weird. Uh, we'll we'll start with you, Buck. Buck, what, what has been your experience with video games in your life? I mean, uh, how long have you have you been a gamer? Have you been ever been a serious gamer or anything else like that? Uh, man, I, my experience with gaming has has been for the most part uh, pretty casual. Like, I remember my first major console was uh in 64 um and you know i i went down the mario 64 um you know mario kart gold six star fox um and 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 you know got into all that and then uh uh you know, I kind of was the natural progression, sort of. I went from instant. Now here we are. But I, I, you know, what I did growing up was was playing a bunch of sports. But I really got into games at two serious situations. One was uh, uh, Call of Duty Zombies. Um, nice. That was yeah. That was uh, I lost a lot of hours in the summer of two thousand eight. Um, and 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 I won't say lost because I had a great time. And that's not that's not the right term, but I utilized and spent a lot of hours um, trying to see just how far we could get in that first Call of Duty World at War. 
um, you know, round of zombies. And then to see where that's gotten to now, it's pretty cool to see that progression. Um, and then, you know, the Assassin's Creed series was actually one of the first things that got me into um, symbolism and got me into like really taking a look at now I, I you know, kind of, you know, um, really been into history and, 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 and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, all throughout my life. But when I started getting into the Assassin's Creed series and started to kind of, you know, apply these sort of fictional um, things uh, in, in this game. And then I started to think about like, 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 wait a minute, maybe, maybe these, these practices that we're seeing now of like this ancient, you know, religious Freemasonic or whatever, you know, um, culture like that is sort of what drove a lot of that curiosity for me and kind of got me into a lot of the stuff that I'm into now was, was through the Assassin's Creed series. Well, that's a shame because the Assassin's Creed writers are hacks. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I guess that is a shame. Like no, no bullshit. The, historically speaking, these guys get one in about five or six facts, right? Or oh, even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even, like, remotely close. Like, I, I haven't even looked... I haven't even looked at a game since uh, Assassin's Creed 3. Because, honestly, uh, they, they've just ignored their player base and what the player base wants. And the player base wants a modern-day Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And they've just refused to do it. So... <laughs> no, they, they just made Watch Dogs, bro. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> it doesn't... It's not the same thing at all. It's like saying, it's like saying oh, I want another Aliens movie. Well, we made Predator. What? what? It's a movie about an alien. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, the whole reason I'm asking that is because, you know, uh, I, I, I myself consider video games art. What about you, Mustard? Well, yeah, same. Oh, 100%. So, okay, so we're all on the same page. Now, the whole reason I'm asking about, you know, like, well, what your experience is, right? And because and, and, you, you are really heavily into, into symbolism. And I wanted to know if you just, if you had any thoughts on maybe that symbolism permeating video games. And if they have, what is about the earliest game you can point at that has done it? Man, okay, so, like, um... One thing that uh, jumped out to me was <laughs> this is really interesting. No shit, the hooker and the trunk got out. Hold on. Oh, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, we can oh, hear yeah. you. Sorry, <laughs> uh, it was getting a little chilly in here. I kicked kick my heat back on. Um, but I I remember not too long ago I saw an old NBA Jam, and there was now you know some people. Uh, uh, you know, to, to them, a spiral is just a spiral. But the way that they incorporated it into the game of NBA Jam and, you know, um, uh, you know, those that want to associate the spiral with, you know, um, pedophile symbolism, which give or take, it may or may not be, sometimes it is just a spiral. Um, I've seen that on like NBA Jam and stuff, like, like very, very young and even like some of those handheld Disney games back in the day um, have some of those like uh, those uh, spiraling in triangles on them and stuff that have been confirmed by the FBI. And those are really weird um, from a symbolism standpoint. Those are kind of the earliest ones I can remember. And those are things that I, 
you know, have seen recently that I've like, you know, been digging out through a yard sale or whatever, digging out old stuff. And I've just, you know, seen these things, which, you know, um, could be the way my brain sees that stuff now. And it could be nothing. Absolutely. But, you know, that's the earliest I can remember. Well, that, 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 that's something that's always kind of bothered me about your show. Cause I do listen to your show every week. If you, if you haven't uh, checked it out, uh, the show is called uncle Buck's house. Uh, it comes out once a week, uh, him and Nick Oaks, uh, host it. They talk a lot about this kind of stuff. And I, I wanted them on our show because I love, I love Buck and I love Nick, but I don't think Nick is that big of a nerd. So, um, <laughs> well, he's actually going to school for 3d animation and plays, uh, plays uh in games a lot harder than i do so he he'd probably be a cool guy to get on here for you at some point well i'll tell you what the next time the next time you guys are recording let me know or you're near a studio let me know and uh we'll, we'll probably set something up so all five of us can be on a call together now um yeah. the, the here's something that's always bothered me about your show that fbi list that you're talking about that was confirmed it's not an fbi list that was a list submitted to the fbi by somebody else, by an outside organization, and the FBI took it as fact. Now, that it never that itself, those images and those uh, uh, you know stuff that they put out in that list, it's never been confirmed outside of that one organization. Not even the FBI backs it. So, so they they published it, but they don't back it. Correct. So they so so they redacted it. They never endorsed it in the first place. Uh, the organization that submitted that paperwork and submitted those symbols was kind of a Q type thing. You know what I mean? Like they were looking for these symbols in a lot of different things. And yes, a couple of the symbols were confirmed to be uh, by outside sources, not the FBI, by outside sources associated with dangerous organizations. I'll say that much. But the FBI itself has never endorsed that list, nor did they ever put any credence behind it. They just published it. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of like, um, if you see this, hide your kids, hide your wife type thing. It was more of a PSA rather than... Yeah, yeah, it's a PSA. It was a PSA. Like, if you see these symbols, double-check the company. It was never like, yeah. these are the definitive things. So, oh, okay. yeah, like, if you see this, well, this means pedophiles. Like, no, 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 no. Okay. Well, uh, okay. And, and that's, that's solid. And I greatly appreciate that. Um, uh, you know, and, and, and that's one of those things. And that's also why, you know, I love, you know, talking to other people because I don't like, like a lot of people in, in that talk about the sort of stuff that we talk about, um, you know, they have, they, they have to be right. And I, you know, try to put this disclaimer out there as much as possible that, you know, we we talk about this stuff in a in a in a fashion that is meant to be entertaining and, and not pressed as 100 percent. What we say is 100 percent fact. So I greatly appreciate, you know, you pointing that out. But um, so 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 even if it you know does mean, you know, take a look at these companies and whatnot, you know, uh Disney does have some some odd stuff involved with it. That they, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're never yeah, denying that. Yeah. We're no, never yeah, denying right. that. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. The only sure. the only. You know, but I appreciate it though. Yeah, the only hitch in your chain was that list. That's the only hitch in your chain. Yeah. Everything else, dude, we agree with. Yeah, Disney has had yeah. some fucked up imagery, dude. Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, even the stories are like <laughs> <laughs> the original, the original Snow White story. Are you kidding me? No, thank you, bro. No, thank you. And, and even in real life, Pocahontas was like twelve. 
yeah, she was you know what fourteen. I mean? like, like she wasn't like a she wasn't like a nineteen year old going running Woman. off with a twenty three year old John Smith. You know. Yeah, she was she was fourteen years old 14, when that whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's uh, let's get back to video games because now video games have a lot of symbolism in them, and yeah. of, of course, I love Bioshock. Bioshock is the whole reason I started getting into next gen uh, uh, gaming. Have you ever played that, Buck? Um, I've I've grabbed the sticks a couple times over at a friend's house, but never really sat down and you know, given it get, or given it a, a college try. I would suggest you do. I think you're going to have a lot of fun I with that. Highly suggest you do. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. Cool. So yeah. But you know, symbols in video games and all this other stuff. It, it, it's always really cool for me. But I mean, there's also a couple of things that have stood out as art, and there's also a couple of things that have uh, it deals with big business, which I know also Buck kind of involves himself in in a couple of his discussions. So we're going to take a look at a story here that says uh, the European antitrust regulators just fined Valve for restricting cross-border sales on Steam. Hmm. So let's take a let's uh, let's read into this and see what uh, see what Buck has to say about this. So the EU has fined Valve and five other firms for restricting sales of video games based on geographical locations of users. Valve allowed the publishers to distribute geoblock game codes for its distribution. Steam. Valve, whose platform is the biggest online marketplace, said it plans to appeal the EU's decision. Now, there's a couple of reasons they could be doing this. One of them could actually be ratings. Uh, like, Europe and uh, Australia have a lot of problems with M-rated games. But mm-hmm. the other thing ah, is... is uh, and censorship and all and that. And censorship. Yeah. Now, the, the other big thing is honestly... Translation. Translation is a big one, and and uh, release schedules. Like uh, to go through to go through a lot of the branches in EU, they have to have all this stuff uh, approved by their censorship team. So, what, what what do you guys think about this? Do you think they're trying to build a monopoly, or do you think this was just a, a, a let's save a little bit of money type of thing? Hmm. I mean. It's it, it's hard to say. I mean, it's the, the the number one thing that you know. I always say it's like you know, follow the money, follow the power. Who gains, you know, who stands to gain the the most from this sort of thing? Um, you know, I I think that. So so my I, I just want to make sure I'm understanding this right. So so they're saying that they've restricted the sales of video games based on the geographical location of users. So what you're saying is that because it's going to cost more to to get around the sensors, is that what they're saying? It could be a could be a factor. Yeah, a, uh, a lot but, of these games, a lot of these games can get approved, but if somebody complains, then it goes back to the sensors, and they say that, oh, well, you slipped some tricky shit in here, you know, like you slipped a you slipped a murder scene or something like that. We're gonna have to fine you uh, for not disclosing that in the, in the previous agreement. Yeah, or like a sex scene, or somebody pops a titty or something in the game. You can't have that. <laughs> I mean, like that—that that sounds cool on the base, but again, like censorship in general is a, is kind of a slippery slope. You know what I mean? It they is. say that it's—they say it's—they uh, say it's for you know stopping a random titty drop or a murder scene here or there. You know, um, next thing you know, it's it's it, you know propagandized. That's just kind of how censorship tends to. 
fault. If it's, right. if it's not already, but, but but I don't know that games really get propagandized too awful much. I mean, they do. Oh, they do. They do. But they do. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I just feel like it's due to um, it's different markets, bro. Different markets. Yeah. You Europeans, you don't. Why? Okay. Let me try to gather my thoughts here. Put it together. Try to gather my, Put it together. Try to gather my thoughts here. Um, <laughs> one pile. One pile. There's people like bread, so that means everybody likes bread. Let's make all bread the same. No. <laughs> no. It's like you can't you can't use the U.S. market as a base for the European market or even the Asian market because it's not the same fucking country. Or the same type of market. Or the same type of people, same type of attitude, same type of culture, same type of, of currency, fucking currency spending habits, currency spending priorities. Like, it's just not the same. You can't compare the markets of the two. That's the, that's the mistake I think they made, and they finally realized it, but people are so close-minded. They're like, hey, they're taking our games. It's like, no, we're just adjusting to the market. Like, that, it makes sense to me. It's like the it's like the whole reason MTV stopped playing music videos. You know, people got pissed off when they stopped playing music videos, but the program director straight up came on TV and was like, "Look, we would love to play more music videos, but you guys only watch when we put up Teen Mom." So, um, you know, I yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but this is why we have to switch to this program. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, te- like like the reality show bullshit was was a disease from the beginning. I've always fucking hated reality TV shows. Mustard can attest to that. But people love it though. Uh, the other thing is, is that, um, in all reality, uh, 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 music videos started becoming bigger and bigger and bigger and more expensive to make. And all of a sudden these licenses to run these videos started becoming just out of fucking hand. No, and then, uh, you know, among that, you also have inflation of artists as well. You know what I mean? You have like a thousand artists putting out art, uh, singles and music videos every week. You got tough to choose from, you know? Yeah, like uh, it's just I don't know, man. There's a lot of but going back to the gaming thing, I really do think it's just the difference in market. You know, I really do because if we're talking about censorship, I, I mean, I know for a fact that Rainbow Six has one of the biggest problems with that because China in China, Rainbow China. Six is a very big selling game, but they had to completely revamp the game for the Chinese version because of the strip clubs and like other scenes of drugs that they had to use in the game. I mean, after all, you're busting international terrorists. You're not doing fucking, you know, you're not you're not Starsky and Hutch, you know, like <laughs> you're not getting in a tickle fight with a shiatsu. Exactly. So like these Chinese, these Chinese like officials made them censor the game where they had to take out this, take out the drugs here and take out this. And yeah, it's just. It's a different market, different animal completely. And to, so, to consider them the same would be stupid. Well, let's take a look. Let's read this. Today's sanctions against the geo-blocking practices of Valve and five PC video game publishers serve as a reminder that under the EU competition law, companies are prohibited from contractually restricting cross-border sales. Such practices deprive European consumers of the benefits of the EU digital single market and of the opportunity to shop around for the most suitable offer in the EU. I mean... The, okay, that that would be completely understandable if you didn't censor games the way you do. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. not easy. It is not easy to censor games, especially when you've put together a game like Rainbow Six, like 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 fucking Doom. Doom got banned in so many countries. Doom Eternal. Yeah, because of the blood and gore. Because <laughs> of the blood and gore, even though none of it was human. Like, like it's it's ridiculous, and these a couple of parts in there that human. 
Well, well, they're possessed. It doesn't really count. Uh, either way, um, you know, they're expecting these companies to spend this money to censor these games. And meanwhile, the only thing they get in return is congratulations. You get to, you know, you get sell to it sell it in, in our market. Yeah. yeah. But the second, yeah, but the second some fucking mom walks in on her, on her 13 year old kid mowing down terrorists, uh, there's phone calls, there's litigation, there's fucking publicity that has to be done. All of that is an expense. Yep. Yeah, because they don't have ESRB ratings in in like Europe. I'm pretty sure. Like no, they don't they have give something a fuck else. about that. No, they, they like, do. Yeah. They do. It's another. It's another rating system. But essentially, everything. Go oh, go ahead. Yeah, what? I, well, I I was gonna say I think that's a good point. Yeah, just the simple litigation costs and and defense costs and fines. I'm sure that probably get incurred or whatever. You know, with with, with whatever censorship practices they have. You know, it just probably isn't worth the fine to you know. For them to just do what they do. That makes a lot it's of sense. It's a risk. It's more of a risk yeah, than anything. Absolutely. Else. Absolutely. Uh I, I think it's uh called Peggy. P E G I. Um, um I'm just I'm just Googling that. Yeah, it's called Peggy. This is so stupid. Like I can't believe people want to like actually compare markets like that. It's like geological geographic and geological differences are heavy words those aren't those don't just mean nothing like yeah geological and geographical differences mean a lot like that cultural, means a lot cult, cultural cultural uh differences i mean uh call of duty is one of the most popular games That's in history yeah. and uh it's sold in some of the countries where some of the story takes place yeah and uh you know yeah. <laughs> the thing is is that you never hear anybody complaining about it. <laughs> nope. Um, I think they got one complaint. No, they got one series of complaints. I think it was Call of Duty 4, and it was because they used the wrong language in one of the oh, locations. No, you want to you wanna know the biggest complaint against Call of Duty, and uh-huh. this is, this is going to shock you, is actually from Nazi Zombies. That's them having swastika imagery and Nazi imagery was actually a really big upset to a lot of people, so they had to change it. If you look, if you look at the old zombies maps, like like from the first fucking game, like World of War, they I have Nazi imagery everywhere. Like in, oh, yeah. in like Kino der Toten, fucking Durries, there's swastikas, there's fucking SS flags everywhere. But if you Eagles. look at the recent, if you look at the recent games, they had to take everything off. Like there's none of it. Everything's gone. Even in the remake of Kino, they took off every swastika. Like yep. that, it's it's like it happens all the time. You know. You know what? If you're offended, <laughs> if, history, you, if you're offended at- by history, more so over, more so over. If you see somebody killing Nazis, yeah, and take offense to that. <laughs> Exactly. You might you might be on the wrong side of history, pal. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. they even did it to um, exactly. I like that a lot. They even did it to uh, Wolfenstein. To Wolfenstein, even though Germany loved Wolfenstein for some fucking reason, people here in the states were like, "You guys, it's so brutal. You guys just killing people like that, lady." <laughs> They're, Nazis. <laughs> They're Nazis. They're Nazis. Well- <laughs> And, and also, you know what I mean? Like, even in those, even in the, the Nocturne Toten, like, there was, even in some of those, like, um, new maps, like, some of those upgraded maps where they had the, uh, 
um, you know, the whole gun upgrade situation in there. Like, uh, I remember seeing straight up paintings completely, you know, not enhanced at all, but completely changed because it was like an old Hitler painting that was like ripped off yep. the wall or something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even changed the goddamn paintings. Now, now uh, speaking of government intervention, because honestly, I think all three of us agree. If you if, if you don't mind our games, especially U.S. born games, being that violent, then yeah, go ahead and sell them in your market. If you're expecting companies to censor them just to send just to sell them in your market, I believe all three of us agree when we say get fucked. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, moving on though, because there there is something I've been kind of wanting to discuss about government intervention. Now, the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X launch was absolutely fucking horrible. Due to call it a launch, (laughs) yeah, due to bots, uh, snatching up almost every fucking available console, and uh, it, it it was even worse in Europe. Uh, and the way they all did this was, of course, bots and everything else like that. So, the, like, the thing is, is that the European Union, is, uh, the Europe, the, the EU is starting to step in and say, hey, we don't care how you got these, you can't scalp them. Like, if this yeah. has been determined as a, a time of greater need and you're trying to sell something for more than it's worth, we're going to come get you. And I kind of wanted to see where you yeah. guys stood on that. You see, and that's kind of stupid. Because it's not like it's fucking food and water, dude. It's just technology. Like, it's just a fucking Xbox. Like, you're not gonna die. Your family's not gonna go hungry. You're not gonna fucking, like, burst into flames, dude. Like, if you don't have the new and the greatest. Like, there's nothing even to fucking play on these new consoles. Why the fuck are people scalping them for so much? And why are people buying them for so much? It's like, it's just dumb to me. It's so stupid. That's my opinion. That's my input. We'll see how, how it bounces back. Buckle no, I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. I think that, um, you know, that, but like you said, if, if it was in a necessity category, if it were, you know, cleaning supplies or canned foods or like, you know, stuff that happened Actual to times of need. Sort of, yeah. 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 That, that, then I would certainly understand some sort of government, government intervention to avoid price gouging. But at this point, <clears throat> I feel like, if people are willing to pay twice the price just to have a PS5, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel bad for them. Yeah, me neither. Now, I have, I have points on both sides. Like, at one point, yes. Yes, I do want somebody to step the fuck in and go, look, like like the, like this, the, the story we're about to talk about, this guy got 2,000 units. 2,000 PlayStation 5s, and he's selling them online, scalping them. Yep. And that, to me, that, that to me is just bullshit. That, 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 it's like, fuck you. Like, seriously, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, if one guy, if they know one guy is sitting on 2,000 of them and he's got, like, an operation or something, then, you know, that seems a little bit more reasonable than someone who happened to pick one up pre-sale and is just trying to sell it for twice as much. Someone who's like, if someone's got 2000 of them, I, that certainly sounds to me like someone who's not only done it before, but like, you know, is capable of, of much more. Yeah. I, I'm like, and that's just it is right. All right. So like one person 
who got it is dissatisfied with it, puts it up on Facebook Marketplace for 600 bucks, just trying to get their money back, whatever, I'm cool with, right? Like, that's that's fine. Like, you didn't want it or, like, you know, so on and so forth. But somebody who orders 2,000 units or goes on to, to like, GameStop and, and buys, like, all five, you know, uh, pre-reserved copies with the intent to sell four of them at triple the price, get fucked, bro. Honestly, yeah. I couldn't care less if the FBI fucking kicks in your door. See, like they did this with the 3080s and 3090s, and nobody batted an eye, but everybody, everybody fucking fires up when they do it for consoles. Oh, bull fucking shit, dude! Reddit was on fire because of the 3080s yeah. and the 3090s. But like legal action was not being taken whatsoever, though. Yes, there were. There was there was a bunch of lawsuits that were being levied against against Best Buy. Where against they fucking, they didn't go anywhere because you you have to have money. <laughs> but honestly, I I I really do think that there should be some intervention with bots, and there should be some intervention with mass. And I'll and I'll and I'll, and I'll repeat that mass scalping. Hmm. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I. I. I yeah. Um. I. I. I can see both sides of it. I definitely um, think that something in a larger, like someone who's able to acquire 2,000 of a specific unit, you know what I mean? Like you almost would have to knock over a Best Buy truck, you know, with the Fast and Furious cars back in the day for that sort of thing. You know, like, this, you know, I know he paid. Sounds like a GTA mission. <laughs> it does yeah. sound like a GTA mission. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, You must get the 2,000 off of the truck in five minutes. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I can see both sides of it, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, you just have to wait. You just have to wait like everybody fucking else did. Well, believe it or not, this wasn't this wasn't the the this wasn't the launch. This guy took the two thousand from the restock. Oh shit. Yeah. So it's let's gonna have to wait like everybody else, dude. <laughs> like So Various retailers restocked PS5 after an incredible demand, and one guy managed to snag 2,000 units. The guy goes by the name of Carnage. If you want to find him on Twitter and fuck with him, please do. <laughs> um, he took to Twitter to show off ordering 2,000 PS5 consoles from the UK retailer game, saying it gets easier every time. So he, everybody was pissed. And uh, a lot of people were trying to secure pre-orders, but I guarantee you he used a bot. Uh, many criticized him for his actions and expressed their dismay. One user saying, at this point, it's not worth trying anymore. And uh, another one saying that it's just utter fucking bullshit. Now, some users also reached out to, to game the retailer, requesting them to cancel pre-orders in the hopes of preventing scalpers like Carnage uh, from taking advantage of the system, which prompted the company's spokesman to respond with an official statement. Jesus, fuck. All orders are subject to checks. At the present time, these orders are still pre-orders, and as such, no payments have yet been taken from customers. Payments will commence once our order checks have been completed. However, there is no reassurance that Carnage's orders will actually be canceled. No, of course not, because when you use a bot... Uh, a bots usually use different IP addresses, so this is just a bunch of bullshit, dude. Interesting. And while I do agree that you know he has every right in a free market to buy something and sell it at a higher cost, at this like two thousand though two thousand like I'm just no that's that's way too much. 
I had to wait, I had to wait 17 days to get a 3080, even though I was up at 7 a.m. every fucking day. Like, yeah. yeah, I I don't I know their pain. You just gotta wait it out, bro. Just wait, you'll get one eventually. Scalpers literally cannot buy them all. Apparently, they, they can. This guy literally got two thousand from various retailers, most of them coming from the game. Yeah, but there's also people that are selling PS5s and Xbox One S's on Reddit like crazy. So, like, no, they didn't get them all. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, the guy's name, of course, is at CarnageBot on Twitter. So if you want to go fuck with that guy, please do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous, dude. It, this is ridiculous. I... <sighs> So again, like, I, I like they, like there has to be some intervention for kind of this kind of shit. I think bots, in general, should be illegal, but that's just me. What do you guys think? They should be, but they're not going to be. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. shitty. Crazy. It is. It's really fucking shitty. So. Let's go ahead and move on from that. Uh, we'll skip that. So, <laughs> this Nintendo player turned his Mario Kart 8 Deluxe into a fitness game. And for three fat guys, I think this is going to be really interesting. Hmm. No, I'm good. <laughs> I, like playing in, I like playing the way I play. So, uh, let's interesting, see. Sure, but I mean, applicable? Probably not. Applicable? No, well, because the guy's an engineer, so I, this is already far beyond us. <laughs> okay. Uh, so apparently he built it into a bike, a Peloton. And, you guys and, are breaking up on me. I think my, I think my connection's going bad. Hold on. I'm gonna mute myself and move to a different spot. All right, no problem. We'll be okay. here. Um, <laughs> this is just really cool. I mean, it is pretty cool. Uh, it is cool. There's a 24-minute video with it, but I'm not about to uh, try. So oh, he he, uh, he did this, and he did this. I guess this is for his ankle. This is for the bike itself. And uh, all of this is just so that he could play Mario Kart like a Peloton. Is it worth it? <laughs> I don't know, man, but that's cool as fuck. Like, <laughs> like, like where there's a fucking will, there's a way. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, people do all like crazy kinds of shit with Nintendo consoles, dude. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to look up some cooler shit. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, like, people put like people put like a whole ass Wii inside of like a thing that's like the size of a Game Boy. Yeah, well, yeah, well, re, uh, rehousing, yeah, I've seen stuff like that. Yeah, like literally, like cutting off the parts of the PCB you don't need. Yeah, quite literally. And like the worst part is that he did all this with with Nintendo products, so this is all legal. This is all <laughs> uh, the wheel. Nintendo can look at that and go, "Yep." Yeah, the the wheel, all of it. It's all done with them. So. That's just really cool. 
God, that's cool. Not for us, but really cool. <laughs> like, good for you, bud. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and dead that. And move on. And, uh, yeah. You haven't, watched the Man- you haven't watched The Mandalorian yet, have you, Mustard? No, you asked me this like two days ago. Oh, yeah. What about you, Buck? I actually um, have not watched The Mandalorian, uh, <laughs> but I feel like the amount of pressure that I'm getting to watch it, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have I'm going to have to cave and at least try to try to squeeze it in in that, you know, free week trial or whatever. You're going to have to. <laughs> Honestly, it's an amazing series. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of great things. And uh, and who doesn't love something with a random Bill Burr in it, right? Yeah, with with several appearances by Bill Burr, honestly, he's one. Every time he's on screen, he steals he steals the stage. And honestly, uh, one of the scenes he's in, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but one of the scenes he's in, just holy shit! Uh, who the fuck knew that Bill Burr could actually act like that, like that oh, yeah. well? Like uh, I was like, holy shit! I feel that. I feel that in my soul. Fuck me. Uh, but let's go ahead and take a look at the King, the the Godzilla versus Kong trailer, which debuted today. Let's take a look at this bitch because I am so fucking curious. I love Godzilla. I love. <laughs> there's such a long MPA. Oh, this is our only chance. Oh, they're bringing in Kong to fight Godzilla. We need Kong. The world needs him. To stop what's coming. But he's one of the ones that was called. He ignored the call. She's the only one he'll communicate with. I knew that they had a bond. She had nowhere to go, so... Yeah, your daughter and a 900-foot monkey. Or gorilla, rather. Sorry. And I think that, in some way, Kong did the same. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, shit. Sorry. (laughs) I just ran through that boat like... My bad. (laughs) Nice new butter. My tail... Why did you do this? Why did you bring Kong to this? To this? Oh no! Oh shit! Really? Yeah, is that who that is? Yeah, that was some other lizard monster. Yeah, right. How many of these do we have? Oh shit! You see that shit? Get off my boat! Oh, there goes all of Tokyo. All of Tokyo's dead. Yep. There's something provoking him that we're not seeing here. I'm of the same opinion. Uh, a gigantic fucking primate? There was a war. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, 
Did he catch the laser? Oh! oh. <laughs> Kong got me a near. <laughs> He's got oh. me a Oh no! You must. That was good. <laughs> <coughs> Shit. Wow. You hyped. Oh fuck me! I'm choking on it. Hold on. I would just like to go through a couple of uh, Reddit comments that I thought were pretty funny. Okay, go ahead. Give me a I gotta find it again. It's literally the top page, top thing, and the top thing. All right. Well, first of all, did you guys catch Mechagodzilla in there? I did not know. Where is he? Go to three seconds. Oh, three seconds? Yeah, I thought I, something looked weird. Okay, now pause it when you see the people running into the fucking uh, terminal. Right now, pause. Logo, a little more, a little more, a little more. Like frame by frame. There you go. See him? You see him? You see him? You is see that, the red glow? Is that Mecha? That is Mechagodzilla, son. Oh, shit. Now go to 142, a minute 42. I don't think that's Mechagodzilla. Bruh, go to 142. Going, going, going. Chill, chill, chill. When the, when it's a split second where a guy's in front of a screen. Hold on, keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, almost right there. there. Look at the back. Oh, fuck it is. Holy shit. Yep, look at that. That's they, that's yeah. They built Mecha Godzilla. Oh no. Yep. Oh no. So that's what he's reacting to. There's another giant lizard on the block, and mm -hmm. you don't like it. No, there's just something we don't see. Yeah, fucking right. You built it. Who the fuck authorized that? Who the it's fuck like, authorized that? Who <laughs> said? You know what's a good idea, guys? We should. Piss off the thousand foot lizard that spits radioactive fire comes out of the fucking ocean when he wants to. That's what we should do. That's a good idea. Johnson, write that down. Let's you build another one. Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, so, he probably used to write for Alex Jones. Yes, he did. <laughs> Call back. This guy says, honestly, I don't care if the stories are mediocre. Give me as many films about giant monsters hitting each other as you can. Yes! Why do you think I love Pacific Rim so fucking much? Ah! Oh, man. Oh, no. This is... This, this is... is oh. like, uh, <laughs> Godzilla is a logical winner, so that, mean, that means Kong will win. So, let's just take a look at some of these... Like, some of these, like, uh... uh I'm pulling a buck here, and I'm going, like... <laughs> yeah, my going frame one, by frame. My <laughs> favorite one is this looks so fucking stupid. I need it right now. Yes, dude. Oh man, what happened? No. Yes. No. Bad. Fuck. I hate YouTube controls. So Monarch stumped. That has to refer to Mothra. We have Apex facility yeah. over here. Apex number two. You have something else I can't make out here. Apex fatality attacked Apex number or facility facilities. Yeah, this is where they're keeping the monsters. Yeah, Godzilla attack claims lives. He's a thousand foot lizard. Yeah, <laughs> he farts in the wrong that, fucking that direction. Say, that headline should say some people survived Godzilla attack. Thank you. 
Thank you. Look at the positive. Spin this positively. 15 yeah. people survived Godzilla attack. Well, how many people were there? It's it's a city. Yeah, it's a Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar. <laughs> you might have, might have heard of it. <laughs> might, have, might have heard of the spot. So here we here we have the original right, right there. That's the frequency from the first movie that they were broadcasting. Then you have Unvetos uh, Godzilla, so that means it's a Godzilla sighting, nuclear cover-up. That's what Mustard was talking about earlier <laughs> when I said, you know, you got a nuclear sponge. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's this, the scene I'm on right I literally have Godzilla, King of the Monsters, paused on my PC right now, dude. This is just incredible, dude. And and the thing is, is that we know from the well, last Go one, back just a little bit. Go back that? just a little bit. Uh, go forward, go forward. When it shows, right, keep going. Right before this, keep going, keep going. Right there, stop. Are, what year is this? I think this is slightly into our future, like one or two years into oh, our future. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm like, that looks like a very sort of sci-fi propulsion thing. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it, it, if it's in the future, then, then yeah, because like sense. Kong Kong Apocalypse Now was like based. No, no, no. <laughs> Kong Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> I, think, I think you mean a Kongalypse Now. A Kongalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, my brain stumbled. God damn it! All right, so look. Oh Skull my Island. God. Kong Skull Island was based in like Apocalypse Now times. In the seventies and sixties, yes. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah, this is going to be um, weird seeing him in like a modern day thing. Well, what is that? that? Oh, God damn it, dude. Yes! And this comes out in March. Oh, fuck me. I can't wait. Oh. Yeah, that's going to be so good. I can't wait. Yeah, dude. Like, and that's why I love Pacific Rim so much. Everybody was like, it's such a stupid movie. Why do you love it? I'm like, it's big things beating the fuck out of each other. What's not to love? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I guess because my mind is so, like, closed-minded from, like, I, I just, if it's not Godzilla, I don't want it, you know? Dude, that's why I don't, I don't care. It's big things hitting each other. And the cool thing about it was that the physics in Pacific Rim are scientifically correct. And that was my favorite part about it. Are the physics in Godzilla King of the Monsters correct? More or less. Like there there is some play with it. There is some bending of the rules. But more or less. I like how every piece of human dialogue in these movies is absolute cringe, but once the monsters get on screen, we're like, whoa! Because we're know. not here for them. <laughs> I keep telling you, it's like the Terminator. You don't watch the Terminator for the fucking story. Nah, <laughs> robots blowing shit up. You watch for robots killing things and blowing shit up. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I'm, dude. That's got me hyped. Like my adrenaline is spiked. Yeah, dude, I'm boosted right I now. I could fight a fucking gator right now with my bare hands. You wouldn't though. <sighs> I don't know. Give me enough. Give me enough whiskey. I might. <laughs> I gotta breathe it out. I gotta breathe it out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't know a fucking two-minute trailer could get you that worked up. You don't fucking know how much I love Godzilla, dude. 
that was one of the first things I saw when I was a kid was Godzilla 1985 and it scared the ever-living fuck out of me because I did not understand the physics of how they made the suit work. And so for me, this goddamn giant person-eating, city-destroying lizard lived rent-free in my head, terrorizing me. I love it. <laughs> we live nowhere near the ocean, so it would be semi-safe. I won't... <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's Godzilla. It, it's it's. Oh, you're just gonna walk over to Texas from Tokyo? Yeah. All yeah. right. Fuck you. Because <laughs> because fuck, fuck you. That's why. Because it's Godzilla. Who's gonna stop him? <laughs> Even with his size, it'd probably take some time. <laughs> yeah, one or two days. No, because we know about the interconnected network of tunnels from the last movie. Oh shit, that's right. So he could just be zipped. So you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that. You're gonna get the fucking buzz of your cell phone. Oh, Godzilla spotted in Tokyo. Godzilla spotted in Gulf of Mexico. Time to move. (laughs) Oh god. Okay. 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 Speaking of giant fucking lizards, though. Jurassic World Dominion, according to the people who are writing it, is a culmination of all six movies. It'll be a celebration of the entire franchise. I got bad news for you. We, we just went through Godzilla, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is so irrelevant right now. <laughs> this, is, this is nothing. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me, let's just read through this real quick. <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion director Colin whatever. <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> Has revealed the upcoming movie will conclude the story of all six Jurassic movies, not just the sequel trilogy. Okay, who cares, right? Godzilla's coming. During an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Trevorrow spoke about how Dominion will sink its teeth and plenty of them into the larger story of the franchise, which started with Jurassic Park back in 1993. He referred to the next installment as a celebration of the whole franchise, as it apparently aims to tie together and draw the entire movie series to a close. Is Jeff Goldblum going to be there? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I'm good. Uh, everybody's coming back. Everybody's coming back, including the original Dr. Dr. Grant. Brenner? Grant. Dr. Grant? Shit. Brenner. What the fuck? I'm not asking. Uh, it's another another movie, I guess. Uh, that's, okay. a, that's a whole other movie. <laughs> We're not getting into that. I, I feel like I feel like anytime you have giant lizards in modern day, someone fucked up. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like that's the theme, especially from these two. You know, I mean, Godzilla's, don't get me wrong, he's going to be hype as hell. But at the end of the day, someone made a bad call and was like, ah, let's let's put all this radiation here. Like, hey, let's take this mosquito out of this amber and make these big fuckers. The guy, the guy who like greenlit the Mechagodzilla is the one who fucked up. Yeah, we need to find him. We need to like, I'm sorry, dude. Like Jurassic Park coming right on the heels of fucking Godzilla. It's like, it's like trying to follow the kid who built the robot in his basement and all you got is your puppy. Like, yeah, it's cool, but it's not a robot that got built in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a puppy, though. We do love puppies. We love puppies. We, we love we, dinosaurs. We love, and we love Jurassic Park. We love Jurassic Park, but at the same fucking time, robot. We just got done watching Godzilla. Yeah, robot built in the basement. Like, you got you got nothing on me, kid. I'm sorry. Come back when you got a... a, a 
I'm sorry, I'm out of breath. Oh, let's 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 not let's not discredit Jurassic Park, okay? I for one am excited for Dominion, okay? I thought the last couple of movies were really fucking good. I don't know. Uh, I mean, um... the stupid, just like we're saying, they're stupidly written with stupid cringe dialogue. But hey, there's dinosaurs eating shit. That's that's not for me. <laughs> you don't get to see that every day. <laughs> Granted, unless you're Buck who lives out in the country of Indiana. Uh, <laughs> I mean, dinosaurs eating shit. You could just watch C-SPAN. Hey, no shit. There you go, oh, man. I agree. I unfortunately. Okay, I got to move <laughs> past the dinosaurs and lizards here. So, the Naked Gun is apparently getting a fucking reboot, written by none oh. other than Seth MacFarlane. Uh. I'm for it, and of course, the Wanted Man himself, Liam Neeson, is going to be starring. I don't, I don't know, know why, f- but I find it—I find it oddly correlative that uh, Leslie Nielsen and Liam Neeson are like their names are kind of similar. Very they're similar. Both, uh, <laughs> they're so yeah, similar, right. yeah. I—that oh, I, means nothing, but it just—it just jumped out to me. Maybe no, yeah, because you know it's okay. You it's, said it because my brain was trying to separate the two names, and I couldn't for some reason. <laughs> It was like two Legos that got stuck together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like two Legos that got stuck together and I can't get my nail between. I'm like, <laughs> Liam, Leslie, fuck! <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> so Liam Neeson says that Seth MacFarlane has approached him to start a reboot of The Naked Gun, which will be the first time to work together since 2014's A Million Ways to Die in the West. Please watch that movie, but watch the director's cut. Watch the director's yes. cut of A Million Ways to Die in the West. It is so fucking good. And I also, really enjoyed that movie. Oh, I did, dude. And who the fuck knew that Seth MacFarlane could act so well? Yeah. Like, everything he did, I bought 100%. I was never like, oh, that's Seth MacFarlane. I'm like, no, no, this is this is a really good movie. What the fuck? Absolutely. I oh. I feel like a lot of people only know him for Family Guy. Yeah. And they forget that he's like a creator, you know? Yeah. Well, Family Guy, uh, American Dad. He hates all of those shows now. He's like, bro, I got so bored. Like, within the first two years, I just let other people fucking handle it now. <laughs> he's collecting money, though. Yeah. Uh, so, apparently, Neeson says he's re- he's retiring from action movies. Good. 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 I have two. I have two. I have one defense of Liam Neeson, and I have one complaint about Liam Neeson. But we'll get to that in a second. Qui Gon Jinn and Qui Gon Jinn. Oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> so his first venture out of action would be the Naked Gun series, and I, I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> he's done comedy before, hasn't he? Oh, he's yeah. Well, wait, a million ways to die in the West. Yeah. No, 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 Liam Neeson. A Million Ways to Die in the West, yes. Other than that one, though. Yeah, he's done several other ones. Um, he's even actually been on Family Guy. Uh, but my, my one complaint about Liam Neeson was he did attack gun ownership and uh, the Second Amendment in America. Granted, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat prone to forgive him for that because he is he's an, he's an American, so he doesn't really get the culture. You know what I mean? Uh, well, to be fair, uh, with his particular set of skills, 
Uh, <laughs> he doesn't necessarily need them. Um, That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but my defense of him uh, was there was a, there was an article that came out a little while ago where he was quoted as saying, "I would like to find that black bastard and beat the shit out of him." In response to, I think it was his daughter's niece being uh, accosted in a nightclub, and a lot of people were like, "Wait a minute, you just called him a black bastard? Like, what the fuck was that about?" And my defense of Liam Neeson in this case was, "Black, where he comes from, doesn't mean skin color." It it means uh, it, it, it it's an it's an insult that has nothing to do with race. So like if somebody's if somebody's a black that's a hard, bastard, that's a hard argument to make. No, it's not because he's 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 from Ireland. He's from that kind of area, Scotland, where if somebody says black before something else, like a black bastard, uh, it's an it's an insult that has nothing to do with race. It means it's like uh, black hearted, or somebody with a black soul. Like it's just been shortened to black. It has nothing to do with race. And uh, uh, it, it's like it's like calling what it's like what cigarettes are called in in in, uh, in England versus what they're called here. I guess I guess you can make that argument. No, and that's what it is. Okay, I love Liam Neeson. I, I don't <laughs> care if he's racist. He's, he's not racist. He's not racist at all. And that's kind of what my defense of him was. Also, he's Qui-Gon Jinn, so fuck everything else. And he might be in the new... Yeah, see, I, I, knew he, <laughs> I knew it was going to come out. I knew it. <laughs> and he might be in the new Obi-Wan series. So, uh... <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Qui-Gon was the best. Okay, apparently... You leave my Saturday nights out of this. So, <laughs> let's dead that in the one. Uh, Buck, do you have any recommendations of movies or anything else you want to spew before we move on to the music section? Man, no, I really don't. And, and I apologize for uh, uh, the, the, the moving car sounds. I uh, need to find a bathroom really quickly. Um, but uh, but no, I uh, like honestly, as far as like movies and stuff go, I mean, I. I I don't really get super excited for anything that's out right now, but I mean, I just got super excited for that Godzilla movie. Like that's what <laughs> my, where my brain is at right now. So you like, came to the party empty-handed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> he didn't come. What? He didn't come empty-handed. He didn't. He just brought a six-pack of Michelob Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> so he came empty-handed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't be that guy. No, don't be that guy, Buck. <laughs> don't don't bring them. Don't bring them. Don't bring them. Uh, but hey, I, I I will say though. I will say though. One thing I just re kind of got into recently was the um. Hentai. I got back into the '90s Nick Cage movies. The uh, oh, Face Off yeah. and Connor and you know say what you will. Take those movies for what they are at face value. Don't expect to have. You know the greatest Oscar-ridden performance of your life, but they're entertaining as shit. Uh, you're, you're talking to two Nick Cage stands right now. We're waiting for February twelfth. Uh, oh, where that new the new movie where he fights animatronics comes out. Like, have you seen that? Yes. Have you seen the trailer for I, that? I, no, I no, I have not. But I've heard about it. A friend of mine said Nick Cage has a new movie coming out. It's called Willie's Wonderland, and we're gonna watch oh, it. Shit. We're gonna watch it in the post show. Uh, if you have time to hang around, uh, 
I'm writing it down right now. Uh, <laughs> so let's go ahead and move into the music section and just uh, we have a, we have a tradition to hear. We have a new number one. So let's check it out. What the fuck is it? Driver's license. Driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo. Mood. To fucking name songs anymore. They're just looking at shit in their wallet. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> Mood by 24. I mean, I can't really, I can't really <laughs> yeah, you got no grounds no to stand on. Mood by 24K Golden is number two. Positions by Ariana Grande, number three. Blinding Lights, number four. Go Crazy uh, by Chris Brown, number five. Le- Levitating by Dua Lipa, featuring Da Baby, is number six. Holy by Bieber goes down to seven. Bang by AGR jumps up to number eight. That's weird. That's um, cool, man. <clears throat> yeah, that's good for the lemon. He likes them. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasted on You by Morgan Wallen uh, debuts at number nine. And Good Days by whatever the fuck that is. It's a failed. Nope. SZA. 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 I don't know. SZA. 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 Yeah. I think it's like the hip way of saying seizure. I don't know. It looks like a failed autocorrect. I don't know. Have you taken your phenobarbital all day? Don't want you to have a Caesar. <laughs> the what? How do you spell that? Your phenobarbital. <laughs> no, Caesar. <laughs> what kind of dressing did you want? Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's see payola at work. Oh, no. Wait, wait who's your favorite Roman dictator? Oh, Marcus <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> Hold on, that would fuck me up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Get wrecked, my guy. All right, so we're going to check out Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License. Uh, what's really funny is that we talked about BTS opening this, opening the, the floodgates for uh, international minorities artists. and international artists to become number Not one. Not minorities, international artists. No, we also Jeez. said minorities. We also said minorities. And you don't have to say minorities, my dude. I'm saying it. Fuck you, pal. International artists. International artists to become number one. And I think this is kind of part of that. I think this I miss, is part of that wake. Huh? I miss those guys. BTS? Yeah. A bunch of wholesome Asian dudes. Pretty good. Pretty good shit. So let's go ahead and check this out. I'm not excited for this. I'm not going to lie. You guys realize this is literally just payola at work. Yeah, I, either Buck is starting his car or there's a lot wrong with the video sync. Just like we always talked about. Cause you were so excited for me to finally drive up to your house. But today I drove through the suburbs crying cause you weren't around. Yikes. And you're probably with that blonde girl Oh, come on always made me doubt She's so much older than me Also, no one writes Nobody likes that Mustard's tried it three times and failed every time And I know we weren't perfect, but 
Oh yeah, he's, she's Hispanic, dude. You can tell by the way she curls her lips. Look at that, look. It's already it's already down from one as we speak right now. It's already fallen. No, I'm just being stupid. But I, oh, okay. I'll give her this though. She can sing. She can wail. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like really well performed. Uh, what's your name? That breaks up with everybody. Uh, what? What? You, you Damn, Taylor, Taylor Swift! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I could definitely see that for sure. Yeah, she's just like a like a very very talented Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Taylor Swift. No, 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 no offense intended. That was all the disrespect. To Taylor Swift. <laughs> Count to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Look, even the phrase you said "forever" is in there. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yep. Oh wow, she dropped it. This looks like it was filmed in El Paso. Is it just me? No, it looks like it's El Paso. Right? It looks like El Paso. It looks like out by Chaparral. Mm -hmm. Like out by the boonies. Yeah. Yeah, it looks exactly like it. Look, it's weird. You didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. That's what I hate about like breakups. Now I drive along past your street. It's like you said forever. Oh, Jesus, it just keeps going. You want it to be fair, but it's never fair. You want it to be no. like cordial, but it's never cordial. Never. Somebody is. always has to get hurt, and somebody always has to do the hurting. Like that's just how breakups go. You know. Uh, I mean, not all the time. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's such a difficult thing to defend, but at, at the same time, it's it's like I understand exactly where you're coming from. Like that part is like, how could you be so okay after I'm gone? It's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's just, that just sounds like delusion, dude. <laughs> Straight up. How could you be so okay after I'm gone? Easy. <laughs> Maybe because I wanted you to be gone. Yeah, no like, shit, what? right? Huh? So uh, we'll go ahead, uh, Buck. We'll start with you, man. What did you think? Man, I it's it, it's one of those songs that like you know I've heard it on the radio a couple times, and I'm like I I don't know I can't really like I've gone through breakups and I've had my heart broken, and it's one of those things where you know yeah I can sort of relate to that early moment like 
after you've had your heart broken that you're like, you know, I don't understand how, you know, uh, you know, you could just feel this way for someone else when I don't even know how I could stop feeling it right now. You know what I mean? It's like, um, uh, I, I sort of relate to that sentiment of it, but, but outside of that, that's really, that's really all I can really, you know, appreciate about it. So just like sort of the relatability, like none of the music did it for you or anything. It was more. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I, I like your voice. Um, I, I agree with you in the sense that she has a, she has an awesome voice. Um, and it'll be cool to see what, you know, she's able to lend that voice towards in the, in the future. But yeah, the composition, you know, it, it, it didn't really, didn't really jump out and grab me. No. Yeah. Same. It's a very unimpressive song. No, go ahead. Monster. Go ahead. Oh, well, for me, I'm just like, okay, you can scream at a mic. That's great, dude. Like, <laughs> no, oh, no, she, she wasn't people. screaming. Come on, be fair. She was, dude, she was wailing, bro. Like, I'll, I'll she, say wailing. I will, I will, like I will concede not, wailing. It's not really singing. That's just sing, being very loud. <laughs> and, um, no, it's good. She's got a she's got a really booming voice, and like this this number one is probably going to open a lot of doors in her career. And I hope she takes advantage of them and becomes better at her art. You know, I really do. Yeah, I hope we hope the best for her. But dude, this is fucking payola at work, though. I'm just telling you. You hear from these fucking artists that like are very unheard of, and all of a sudden they're topping the charts and 65 million views on fucking YouTube out of nowhere. That's called payola. People pay for that. You pay for that privilege. You pay to get paid on the played on the radio. You yeah, pay for botted views. You pay for subscriptions. You pay for streams. You fucking pay for that shit. People don't go to number one at a sheer fucking talent or sheer fucking popularity. No, it's a price tag. People have to fucking realize that. You know what I mean? No, yeah, go go ahead. Like, like like that's just that it. The what? Well, I, I would just say that that's 100%. Yeah, no, that's uh, that, that's one of those things that, you know, was uh, when, when we first started playing, when after we put out our first record back in like 2012 or so, we, we started seeing all these offers pop up to open for these bigger bands, but they were all pay to play. And I'm like, what the, f- what? I'm sorry, what? You, you want us to pay you to open for this band at, you know, this this big venue or this festival yep. or whatever it's like yep. they I, do that just... they do that when your band's not that good but yeah. they just need yeah. something oh, yeah. absolutely and and they and they also need to supplement whatever revenue because maybe the band that you know they don't um you know they, they don't uh you know sell out the room they need to supplement it's usually it's about. usually no 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 they they pay the band they pay the bigger bands a flat rate what it, what that what that pay to play is and I'll tell you what it is you're paying for the sound guy's time ah that's literally what it is that's literally yeah. what that and like like uh, my brother mentioned earlier that i was a professional whatever the fuck i don't consider yeah. myself a professional but you like, are you are stop you fighting paid? it did you get paid oh yes plenty of yeah, times yeah the, then you're professional that's that's uh, the one well they they would tell us basically like if you want to throw a show here like we're fine and dandy like you guys can throw the show, but you have to pay off the security guard and you have to pay off the sound guy. That's what you have to pay for. And it's not anything else. And they only did it to us when we wanted to throw our own shows. Like, but if if they if there was like a bigger band that was opening, no, they would always pay us. And it was great. But this this shit right here, this this spontaneous one person artists that come out of nowhere and and, and blow up and have these one fucking one off hits that don't go anywhere they just 
that, that's payola. They pay for it. There's no substantial body of work. There's no fan base. You can't walk out on the fucking street. Hey, have you heard of this person? Oh, well, they're number one on Billboard. Okay, I don't know them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's usually how the conversation is going to go. And that, that's just really upsetting to me. And this time of in the, like in these times, I mean, maybe BTS was an exception because you can't fucking throw a rock without somebody knowing who BTS is. But like, in the past couple years. There hasn't been many artists that actually earn their way into the top charts through talent and recognition. It's mostly just paying for it. And it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> the thing is, is that a lot of people are going to say that that is a conspiracy. A lot of people are going to say that nah, it's just bullshit. But unfortunately, we've caught uh, Cardi B on air saying that, yeah, she pays into it. And that's how she gets her songs to number one. And and then Nicki Minaj came out and said it too. Nicki and then Minaj a bunch admitted people, it. Yeah, a bunch of people have admitted to using payola, dude. A bunch of people. Now that it's a big thing and like nobody really gives a shit, like yeah, they they admit to using it. So it's so sad. So sad. Yeah, you still with us, Buck? Yes, I am. Sorry, I just had to pop into this restroom here real quick. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, we'll give you a minute or two. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, like, I think it's, it's so dishonest. Sad, I, I, I think it's dishonest. I think, but at the same time, it's, it's nothing new. And that's kind of what pisses me off is that it's nothing new. We, this has been around since the sixties and seventies, uh, you know, music labels going to, uh, major radio corporations and, and, and throwing money into this and saying, Hey, I kind of need you to promote my boy. Uh, you know, or my artist here, uh, what's his, what's his name was really guilty of it. Aerosmith was guilty of it. So was, uh, Clapton and, um, uh, God damn it. I can't think like this. It's been happening since the seventies. You're right. Yeah, since like the, 70s. the British invasion, British invasion, fucking one hit wonders. All of them pay radio stations to play their push the music. Like it's a very common thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, one of the other things is that, like, you know, it makes sense that you know there's costs accrued with there's costs accrued with you know promotion and development of an artist. You know, whatever development they may need, um, getting them on shows and whatnot, and paying for merch and you know that that's usually in your artist deal or whatever but yeah when it comes to the day today's day and age where the independent artist is you know a dime a dozen it's it's yeah it does become pay to play and it becomes a really hard thing to compete with especially when the price tag it's so high very much so now uncle uh buck has something he does on uncle buck's house and it's every week they break down a video and they try to find some kind of symbolism some occult symbolism or anything else that might be in there now we we do have mustard and mustard has been in the music industry and i've worked in the music industry uh shooting music videos and stuff like that and i i just kind of wanted to open that kind of discussion mustard do you think that any of these symbols that are put in, into this stuff, like the kind of stuff that Buck notices, do you think they're put in on purpose or do you think they're accidental or do you think that there is a, a, a meaning behind them? <clears throat> you see, okay, and here's another thing, right? So, like, 
like all art projects and like all kind of you know things of creation there's a lot of input from a lot of different people right you don't necessarily control your own music videos to the extent of people think you do like if the, i'm not talking about us in this call i'm talking about like the listeners and like average people think that oh the artist controls everything no you fucking don't you don't if you you hire a producer you hire a director you hire a writer you hire a fucking filmographer and all of those people have input they have things they want to do with their project because it has their fucking name on it so a lot of the symbolism that you see in music videos the artist the artist probably doesn't give a fuck about they they don't care they they don't they don't notice it they don't really care because they're more focused on doing their job you know what i mean Absolutely. I, like, and, and that's, our, that's a discussion that we had uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't know that we went into to, to real great depth about it. You really um, didn't. <laughs> but, well, well, I, uh, you know, we, we, we wanted to talk, we mentioned briefly about how, you know, it's the, it, it's the producers and it's the, um, it's the, uh, like you said, the directors, it's the um, set designers, it's the, um, costume designers, it's um, these sorts of people that make those sorts of creative decisions that, you know, get, get put into these um, productions. Okay. I think that's a great point to make. Well, well, I, I was just saying, I, I think that's a, that's a great point that you're making is it's not whatever symbolism resides in there is not, you know, directly a part of that artist. Or representative of what they believe. Like, yeah. I, I, I know... Uh, I know you guys tackled the Bieber video where he told where he has a bunch of names and stuff like that on on the board or on the wall, and it's like uh, he has words like rape and stuff like that, and he's he's naming certain people, and he was kind of sucked up into the whole Q thing because of that music video or not not that music video is a pizza no, yummy it was yummy yummy that it was, was yummy yummy. It had a bunch of pizza in it and stuff, and everybody like flew off the handle. He's a victim of Pizzagate. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out that he's never even fucking heard of Pizzagate. <laughs> he just likes fucking pizza. Yeah, that he just likes pizza. And, like, the, the, like the, that was hilarious because that was a candid interview. They were like, so you're, you're, you're part of Pizzagate. And he was like, what the fuck is Pizzagate? And they're like, well, your music video, yummy. He was like, what about it? And they were like, Pizzagate, bro. And he was like, what is that? <laughs> then, okay, then let's take a step further. Let's look at Lil Nas X. When yes. Old Town Road came out. The cover art for Old Town Road had a bunch of rainbow horses on it, horses of different colors. Yes. And this one guy, a couple of people, went into like whole fucking spiels on Twitter about how horses Satanism. were colored satanic and uh-huh. like, the positions of the heads and all this shit. And Lil Nas X himself replied, Bro, I just wanted colorful horses on my album. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Like, I think a lot of the symbolism that people derive from music videos is probably okay. So let's let's take it another. Let's, let's let's take a look at another thing. The whole thing with Beaver and the names and all that. You realize he performed that he performed that video in front of a fucking green screen. He didn't know what was on there. <laughs> he yeah. like like there was a team that edited that in post and put everything on there. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I I yeah, completely one hundred percent. But at the same time. You know, he's it's 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 being assigned to to him and and his brand. And yeah, sure. He probably had no idea what any of those images were that were being put over, you know, his performance. 
but but as as an artist you know wouldn't you want to have some sort of say if if i were to put out a video <clears throat> and i'm like hey i want you to put millisecond flash screens on here uh of just you know different art that's either submitted or that you know that that you want to make or whoever a team of artists whatever um if if, if i'm putting that in my video I kind of want to know what's going to be in there, especially with some and of the. Can I tell you a sad there. truth? Uh, There's sure. an explanation for that. There's an explanation for that. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Contracts. They can put whatever the fuck they want in your video, and you can't say shit about it. They own it. They own your rights. They own your fucking music. They own your ability to create videos for your music. They own everything. Right. If okay. the studio wants to do something with your work, they're gonna, as long as you sign that goddamn contract. That's the thing. Like, and it sucks because you're you're right, dude. Like, as an artist, you'd want control over certain things. You'd want to be like, eh, I don't like that. Eh, let's change this. Sure. But no, there is no control in a corporate world when it comes to music production anymore. It sucks. Oh yeah, now, absolutely. Now, now let's take it another step. Uh, number one, and when you're as big as Bieber, you're you're not gonna give a fuck. You're not. Yeah, I'm, true. I'm, you're not. Your, your point, image, no. your image has been substantiated. You're not going to give a fuck. Like the picture we just saw, like the move, the the video we just saw, driver's license. Not a whole lot to it. Not a whole lot of imagery even in it. However, it was poignant enough to get the point of the of the song across. If she goes on sure. to make movies or, or or videos like Megan Thee Stallion or uh, fucking Beyonce or whatever. She's going to stop giving a fuck about what's in her video as long as she gets paid. Mm -hmm. Now, the second thing is, let's not forget they have something called publicists. And you know who loves to watch music videos and who loves to try to figure out imagery behind them? Conspiracy theorists. And they'll watch that music video over and over and over again. And publicists know that. Publicists know that the more they pump into a music video, the more it'll get watched because people are trying to figure it out. Even if it means fuck all, like, uh, what's her name with the, with the black and white music video that she did just a little while ago? Uh, was it Beyonce? No, I think it was Beyonce. She had a bunch of words and symbolisms and African stuff like that. Buck, you covered it. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, all... it was. Uh, it was the. Uh, yeah, it was the thing that Beyonce came out with on uh, Disney Plus. I think. Yeah, 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 and or uh, the trailer for it anyway. Yeah, and, and you guys were like, "Oh, it's a lot of African symbolism. It's uh, it's uh, the, the pillars and stuff like that." In the end, it didn't mean a fucking thing. Like she admitted it straight up because somebody approached her during an interview. Yeah, well, I mean, to 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 go off what you said, if the artist doesn't, if it doesn't mean anything to the artist, you know, the artist is getting paid. You know, what? Why do they care what's in their videos? Again, you know, going back to our conversation of the producers, the set designers, you know, the the the, the ones that make those decisions as to, you know, we we want to make sure we put this here and this here. You know, we want to make sure we have, you know. Um, these place the way that we want them. Like, like there's, there's some craftsmanship that goes into that. And, and, you know, while the artist absolutely like, that's the perfect plausible deniability is, you know, you ask the artist, why is this in your video? Oh, I don't know. I thought it looked cool. Boom. No one asked any other questions. So, I mean, if, if, if there, if people are making music videos 
for people that call themselves. I, I, I think a, I think a 15 year old trying to listen to their favorite song is going to play that more times than a conspiracy theorist would. You are I mean, wrong. They, <laughs> I have, I have, maybe, I have two maybe. teenage boys. You are wrong. <laughs> okay. And, 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 you know, that's fine. But you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that, I think that just to say that, you know, to, to, to say that because the artist doesn't, call out the symbolism behind it that there isn't any type of intention behind the action i i don't know i i think that i think that just you know it, it, occam's razor says that that's the simplest outcome and it's probably the most likely and that's fine um but but i i, I don't know it's it's one of those things that you know what if it's not <laughs> you know i i and that's kind of i guess just how my my mind works but it, it just seems I don't know, a, a lot of the same themes over and over and over, and it's, uh, you know, there, there are way better, you know, um, people that do way better breakdowns than we do. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, it, it just seems really, re, re, seems really, really weird that some of these sort of, you know, and Over, especially overlap. some of the shit in that Justin Bieber video, you know, it, it you know, the, there was straight up a picture of a devil covering its genitalia with a Hillary Clinton sign. You know, if, if that's not raising questions on the producer or whoever made that and put that in there, you know, that's just, that's just odd. That's just like, I don't okay. know. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put it to you in another context. Who has watched Kennedy be assassinated more times? The average American or the conspiracy theorist? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely the conspiracy theorist. Okay. Sure. So if, if I know my artist is kind of on the rocks right now, let's let's just use Bieber as an example. Uh, he's made some really shit decisions. He started a church. He got caught with all sorts of laundered money. He's going through the middle of a messy divorce. Uh, let's get. Let, we we need to generate some revenue. What can we do to this? What what is something that's on fire right now? QAnon. Okay, who else is on fire right now? Alex Jones. We got the we got the whole uh, we got the whole presidency kind of feeding into conspiracy everything. theories. Everything, everything yeah. that presidency fed into everything, literally. Yeah, yeah a well, lot but, of but a that, lot of conspiracy that, that, theories. Hold, hold on, hold on, hear me out. So, what can we do to generate views on this music video? Well, everything that's hot right now is conspiracy theories. So let's go ahead and hire uh, people that know the symbolism or hire a set production or, or an editing company that knows these symbols and puts, and, and will put them in this video and it'll generate clicks. It'll generate views. It'll generate discussion. And it, it did the, the Beyonce one did the Bieber one did the Ariana Grande one did. They all generate a lot of discussion when there's symbolism fed into it. Even if it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. I mean, have you ever heard Ariana Grande talk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. 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 I. Yeah. And. And. Um. No. I. I, I totally get what you're saying. Um. And. And I think that th that definitely makes sense. That would make sense to me that you know, um, people would do that sort of stuff to to generate that sort of discussion. And. And you know, maybe. Um. But. Uh. Like that Bieber video that that we um talked about, I think is from like 2014. Um. Like back before QAnon was even you know a thing. Uh, or uh, that I mean, not the yummy video, but the other one. Um, and you know, that was that. That's what kind of gripped me about it was because it was from back then. Like so, some of this newer stuff, sure, yeah, no, I, I can definitely, you know, uh, see, see how you know, see how that uh, out outcome would be um, landed on. But but you know, I don't know. 
I, I think it, I think what you're saying makes total sense to me. Um, but I, it's, it just, I don't know. It just, it just feels weird to me. Yeah, and, definitely and that feels just, weird, man. Like there's definitely some corporate voodoo going on behind the scenes that we have no idea about. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But to blame artists and to say that like they know what they have in the music videos can be can be a pretty uh can be a pretty incorrect thing to assume most of the time that's all i'm saying yeah yeah for, yeah for sure yeah i i, I would uh I, I would definitely t- tend to agree with that um you know uh but when when certain artists are used by whatever you know like you said the the voodoo that's behind the um you know but behind the scenes if these artists are being used as the you know conduit for whatever imagery or whatever you know um uh uh symbolism that they want to project you know what i mean it it, their agenda Mm -hmm. yeah it, it that's that's probably less of a of a statement on the person the artist as opposed to the brand of the artist i guess if that um definitely yeah i i so w- whenever we mention that sort of stuff i mean i d- i can't speak on the character of these people individually i don't know them but when certain artists keep getting used over and over to to you know be the conduit for the, that symbolism you know yeah i i definitely speak more on the um the brand of the artist than the uh person just because but i at I that point it's above them. their pay grade you know sure Absolutely, yeah. and, and that's kind of my whole point. Is you know, it all climbs to the top of the pyramid, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, uh, this does say that it's from 2015. The song was written in 2014, and oh, uh, uh, a lot of this. Well, and 2015 is, of course, the very beginning of the fever of our former president. I can easily say that. Um, yeah. Well, and, and and not only that, but that was also right around the time of all the shady shit that went down with the DNC primary, Absolutely. which was kind of which was kind of how I think a lot of people got into the whole QAnon thing is because they saw some shady shit going down with the DNC, and you know uh, they they were just you know felt like you know how, how the hell do we sort this out? Because honestly, I think Bernie that picture of Bernie sitting in that chair that's a meme is him just sitting there pissed because he should have been starting his second term. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is actually funny. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that look on his face is like, damn, this should be my second term right now. Yeah, but I mean, people, you know, young people just don't fucking vote, so that's, that sucks. Uh, yeah. Now, it does say here that there was there was a confirmed call from Bieber to his fans saying to draw stuff. He's going to perform it in front of a green screen, and every frame of the video is going to have artwork from his fans. Oh, oh well, that makes okay. sense. And I and I think I did remember seeing something about that after the fact. I think someone sent me a link or something. Um, and you know, that's yeah, that that's it. And then that even uh, so so even if that is the case, you know, some producer or someone went through and analyzed those pictures and was like, you know, this is how we're implementing it in this shot, or here's how we're implementing it, this one in this shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, again, what while Bieber didn't go through and handpick those. Um, you know, there was definitely a producer looking at these and being like, you feel like, I feel like they would have maybe had some discretion. I'm like, yeah, maybe not this one. 
Uh, oh, I don't know. There's, there's, there is stuff that did not make it in. Uh, but yeah. once again, if I'm going to generate discussion about a song, I'm going to use as much, as much controversy as, as physically possible uh, to, to generate stuff. And of course, yeah. this is just the way I am. Uh, this is the way I think as a producer, as somebody who wants to make money with music. Like one of the concepts yeah. I actually had for Mustard's band was to actually shoot it at a drive-in uh, type location. Uh, kind of as an homage to all the drive-ins that that used to be in our hometown of El Paso, and uh, and instead we went with police officers just doing stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. So there's 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 uh, but the reason I wanted that to happen was because if you're from El Paso or you're from that area, you understand the love of the drive-in that we all had, uh, and you know a, a bunch of other little things. I did want to have flashing images in the background, nothing serious like the Bieber music video. Uh, but, you know, uh, the band's logo, selfies of taken with the band, stuff like that, while the music video played out. And none of it was, all of it was to generate people to look at it and see maybe themselves or maybe their, their culture or maybe everything else in, in El Paso represented. And when you... And like I said, when, when, when Bieber puts out a call and it has been confirmed by Bieber and his company, uh, that they're going to use art from fans. And of course fans are going to send the most fucked up stuff possible, man. If you've ever been on the live streamers stream, it is horrifying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that also, and that also, again, here's a conspiracy theorist in me, plausible deniability. You know, we just, uh, uh, well, I don't know what these are. These are just sent in by fans. You know, so I <laughs> and what, while I while I certainly you know understand and appreciate that that what you're saying is obviously the most likely scenario and the most probable, yeah, it's, it's reasonable, yeah, yeah. I it, yeah. It, it, you know to my uh, uh, my brain just just you know the in, part in, there's in, like a definite there's a definite like mysterious aspect about it that really doesn't let you just be okay with the most logical answer. Like I get you. Yeah, 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 and 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 also just from a, you know, it, entertainment perspective, you know, like like because the the way I think about thinking about you know talking about this sort of stuff is I'm like, look, if at the end of the day, if there is no like fucking uh, pyramid running all seeing eye with these symbols and shit, and that like you know we all just live in this normal congruent world then like okay cool that's all right but um you know maybe there's some of it that that we don't see and that we don't understand you know what i mean and and, and so i uh i just i just love living in that in the middle no of course it's a, and and this is actually something me and mustard have discussed on, 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 at length uh the conspiracy theories used to be fun they used to be yeah. a lot of fun they used to be like oh man what if you know, what if Bill Clinton really is flying bodies out of the White House that he, you know, I don't know, snorted cocaine off of to fly to Columbia to be reanimated and part of his cabinet? We used to have a lot of fun with these conspiracy theories. Well, the reason conspiracy theories stopped being fun, and especially for me, is when people started getting hurt. That's when they stopped being fun for me. And that's why I push back so hard against them. It's because I'm like, uh, it, it did not start with Alex Jones, but Alex Jones was one of the purveyors of it and is one of the ones that did the most damage physically and emotionally 
to a lot of people. So for me, like, like I, I know it always kind of seems like you and I are at odds and it's never the truth. You know, just the ideas we have are at odds. Uh, but the reason conspiracy theories and stuff like that just stopping fun was because people were getting hurt, really actually hurt. And, uh, I, I, I can't condone that. Mustard, what about you? I think people have always been hurt over conspiracy theories, starting with uh, even the earliest of ones, like, um, well, take your pick, really. People have always gotten hurt. I just feel like with the mm, ability to have a camera in your pocket 24-7 uh, and the power and influence that social media has in our days has really made things worse. The platform. You really can't. Yeah. Huh? The platform. Yeah, you really can't blame the conspiracy theories. You got to blame the people behind it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, um, I, I, I would say that while there are some certain, there are certain situations where people have been hurt by other people with, um, you know, conspiracy theories, like, like a platform, especially as big as Alex Jones, um, I certainly d don't deny that one bit. However, you know, um, I would say a lot of people have been hurt, you know, by just believing what they hear is the official narrative. And and to, to me, I care less about quote unquote conspiracy theories and what the hot topic is. I've I you know, the, the, the reason why I appreciate our conversations, Dead Man is you know you you like earlier you corrected me on you know my statement of saying that that was an fbi verified symbol when it was simply an fbi published symbol by an outside you know that that sort of correction is is the kind that i you know um ha have no problems with because ultimately i'm i care more about the truth than i care about being popular and or and, correct yeah or right or, that's yeah really, yes that's yes a really exactly. big I, fucking thing yeah, absolutely. And and that's where I think a lot of people are are getting caught up nowadays. They want to be they they want to have the most profound thought, they want to have the most profound theory, but they don't want to be able to explain how they got there. Now, I'm going to, you know, um, you know, uh sit there and tell you right now that have I sat there and spent hours in research going into everything that I talk about? No, I'm a I'm a I'm a comedian that works, you know, uh, a full-time job. And For I try Alex to look Jones, in and read yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, and, and also I'm not, I'm not out here trying to, you know, um, c c control people's ideas and thoughts, just simply present what I think is, is interesting to think about um, and, and so on and so forth. And um, I, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you guys, you know, um sharing this this point of view because i i tend to agree kind of as well like like conspiracy theories aren't as fun as they used to be but i think they're still as valid to talk about and i think that i think that that you know it's it's those of us out there that are correcting people in the middle of a conversation like this are the ones that you know are really providing the value to the conspiracy theory conversation because the 10 people sitting around trying to one up everyone's theories is not helping a conversation whatsoever or a narrative or a conversation, national conversation whatsoever. Um, but at the same time, that doesn't make it not sometimes fun and interesting to think about. Um, so. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, um and, and 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 like I said, you know, like like uh were I like cuz I cuz I'm a writer, right? I'm a, I write fiction. I write horrible scary shit. Uh, for people to read and get scared and have a fun little jitter. So when uh, when you talk about this kind of stuff, I'm like, what if I was really writing or or creating a narrative of a nefarious being? Justin Bieber wouldn't be on my fucking list. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> like, like who's a, who's a, who's a scary entity we can use there, Jim? Hey, you heard of this guy, Justin Bieber? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like like Janet Jackson, yeah, we should use the Janet Jackson lady. She's scary. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like like uh, like yeah, I still have fun with it. I still have fun in the discussions with it, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, like like the overall the the reason I push back so hard, and a lot of people like like uh, BJ has accused me of sounding very angry, and I'm I'm not angry. I'm passionate about what I say, and what I say has to be the truth and or or not not truth because now truth is subjective it has to be fact it has to be fact i have to have facts not truth and you still have yet to admit the fact that destiny and division are the same game fuck you (laughs) oh my god how long ago was that that you mentioned that you piece of shit fuck you for bringing it back (laughs) just saying talking all this shit we have run long though, so we're gonna go ahead and save these cool ass music videos that DJ look up looked up for us uh, for the post show. D- uh, Buck, if you please would hang around. In the meantime, though, I, I I unfortunately do have to get down. We're gonna be recording our show here in a little over an hour, and I still gotta go pick up Nick. Unfortunately, can can, can we can we reschedule for another time? Because I absolutely want to do this. But I don't want to drive while I do it. I want to be able to give it my attention. Oh yeah, no, totally, totally. Uh, uh, brain check on that. If you got to go, you got to go, man. But please go ahead. Let our very limited uh, uh, audience <laughs> know how to find you, where to find you, how to get a hold of you. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I, guys, I greatly appreciate you having me on here. Um, I next time, I swear, I will, I will be in a more stable location, <laughs> and I won't be. Uh, forced to, to to sit in my uh, car and talk about this sort of stuff, um, but no, I, I uh, uh, you guys can find me at Uncle Buck's house on all forms of social media. Um, we do a biweekly comedy show, free comedy show every other Wednesday in Anderson, the Kettletop Brew House. Um, and uh, I just found out that um, I will be opening for Chris Kattan. That show has been moved to May twenty second, Beeson Hall in Franklin. Indiana. Um, nice. So those tickets will be on sale very, very soon. Um, so pick those up, and you can find the podcast at Uncle Buck's uh, at Uncle Buck's House Podcast um, on all uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and then on social media at Uncle Buck's Cast. And uh, yeah, nice man, very nice. And uh, thank you guys so much for having me on. And um, uh, yeah, no problem. And I definitely want to come on and, and break down some of these videos. Oh yeah, because we got good ones. We got real good. Oh ones. yeah, I, I I I knew you did, which is one of the reasons I'm kind of looking at the time here. But um, I'll get in touch with you later tonight, Dead Man or something, and uh, we'll figure out a time to make that happen. And maybe I, and, and we could probably line it up with the time that we uh, uh, can get in the studio with Nick too, and we could probably do both of it. Oh, both that'd be that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, let you go, man. And you have you have a good a great show. I'll be listening, and I'll be proving All you right. wrong about other shit later. 
<laughs> That's fine. That is totally fine. All right, man. You have a great show and good night, man. All right, you too. Take care, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. Mustard, don't go anywhere, though, because we still got promotions to do. And, of course, I forgot to hit this, so let's dead this and move the fuck on. Now, DJ isn't here, but you are. So go ahead and tell everybody about the Patreon, please. Well, patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Help us out. It's a monthly payment thing that goes directly to us and helps us out directly. Uh, yeah, we have the we have three different tiers. The one dollar per month is the uh, first blood tier. You get the name of choosing and the credits of every episode. We have the UAV tier, which is three dollars a month. A month, fuck me. Uh, name of choosing and credits of every episode. Access to post show that releases every Wednesday in a minute with DJ special. Now the a minute the minute with DJ is all inclusive. We have no idea what it entails. <laughs> I've actually listened to to the two episodes he's put out. I'm, I'm very proud of him. He's doing really well. Nice. The airstrike tier is the five dollars per month, which is the top tier, the premium Mac Daddy tier. If you would like to support us hard as fuck, access to the monthly movie roast, access to the post show every Wednesday, name read aloud at the end of every episode, name of choosing in the credits, stickers each month, and a giveaway every three months. And also, you get that sweet, sweet minute with our black guy. All for five dollars. We also have merch. Dead man, tell them about the merch. Well, you forgot to tell them the the website there. No, I didn't. I said at the beginning, patreon.com slash VT network. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. And yes, we I do have for paying attention, dumbass. <laughs> I, I was. I just wanted you to say it again. Patreon.com forward slash VT network. There you go. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and we do have merch. Go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com. We have 10 wonderful, beautiful designs, all done by our resident Blurman. Uh, we oh. have the VTN TV set. We have the Stranger VTN logo. We have the 70s Funk logo, the cards, the neon signs, the Xmas logo, retro logos. We have everything. And this comes on all so much shit bath mats, t shirts, hoodies, bags, no hammers. Uh, scarves, tapestries, blankets so you can sleep with us, pillows, gotta mention pillows. Actually, I don't have to this week. He's not with us. You did anyway. I'm gonna anyways, just in case he drives by your house and throws frozen water bottles at you. Uh, (laughs) That'd be a bad day. Uh, And once again... If you don't want to be part of the Patreon, just go ahead and, you know, just purchase some merch. Uh, you can help us out a lot with that. And if the prices are too high, please let us know. We don't give a fuck about the money. We just want you to rep our shit. I see, we say that every week, and we mean it. Mm-hmm. Mustard. Literally do every minute. VTnetwork.redbubble.com. Once more. Go ahead for the social media. For social media, you can find us on Instagram, VT Network number two, Twitter, VT Network number two, Facebook, VT Network number two, and email is vtnetwork84 at gmail.com. We are very lonely nerds. Come interact with us, please. Please. And I stream all the time on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Colonel Mustard, the first L being an I in Colonel. And uh, yeah, we, we're a variety stream. Literally, I know a lot of people say that I'm a variety streamer and they only play like three games. But no, no, I play like Mario Kart, Zelda. I play shooters. I play adventure RPGs. You date Colonel Sanders? I dated Colonel Sanders. Like, I'm an actual variety streamer. So if you want a lot of games, a lot of variety, a lot of fun, you know where to go. 
Yes. Also, I want to thank our patrons this month, uh, which is Lofus, hi baby, the Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne, Carol, Anthony, Sherry Finks, and Mr. Fox. We just picked him up. So thank you guys so very, very much. Your stickers should be in the mail and out to you very, very soon, except for Mr. Fox. I get to throw that at him locally. Now, I also want to thank Paul Schroyer and the Magic Scroll Network for keeping us on and keeping us going. We had such an awesome fucking time being part of their show for what little we were. Right, Mustard? Definitely. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I still can't believe we gave birth to a running joke. That like that yeah. kills me. Yeah, we did. It was awesome. And we have more stuff planned uh, with them. If we have to tape them to a chair and make it happen, we're gonna. Uh, but thank you guys so, so much. Everybody who's interacted, everybody who's listened. Uh, thank you. A special thank you to Buck for being here. Uh, I know this episode was a little bit long, but honestly, we had some really good discussions, I feel. What about you? Yeah, I do, I do too. Uh, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. I feel it. Uh, but that's it for us. We're going to go ahead and stop this and go to the post show. Say good night, Mustard. Good night, DJ. That works.